Chapter 3 Deep into the night, the haunting hoots of an owl echoed from the courtyard, its low, lingering calls adding an air of mystery to the serene darkness. Inside the study, moths fluttered around the candle on the desk, their wings beating against the flickering candle light in a ceaseless dance. It was as if they were performing some arcane ritual, infusing the room with a dynamic, almost eerie energy. Wang Shoran sat with his right hand supporting his forehead, his gaze fixed intensely on the commentaries on the four books. His brows were furrowed in deep contemplation. He had pored over this volume repeatedly, the pages marked with the traces of his pen, indicating the importance and effort he had devoted to it. Yet, no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't grasp its essence, especially the concept of investigating things to extend knowledge. The idea of how to conduct this investigation was a stumbling block in his mind, one he couldn't overcome. This predicament tormented the usually proud Wang Shoren. His left hand gently turned the pages, each flip seeming like a search for answers. However, he was reluctant to swallow his pride and seek guidance, especially from his father. His strong sense of self-esteem and independence made him resistant to asking others for help in his scholarly pursuits, particularly his father. His heart was a battleground of struggle and confusion, torn between his desire for understanding and his unwillingness to show vulnerability. Outside, the moon was obscured by thick clouds, leaving Wang Shoren's study illuminated only by the faint, flickering light of a solitary candle. He couldn't recall the last time he had heard the night watchman's call. The only sound was the cheerful chirping of crickets in the courtyard, their song unusually distinct and lively in the stillness of the night. Suddenly, the candle flame seemed to sway gently in a draft, casting dancing shadows across the desk. Wang Shoren's own shadow quivered with the flame, creating the eerie illusion of a specter standing behind him, adding a layer of mystery and depth to the room. Rubbing his bloodshot eyes, tired from prolonged reading and contemplation, Wang Shoren continued to lean his head on his hand, laboriously turning the pages one by one. His fingers lightly flipped through the book, each page turned as if in search of an answer. Suddenly, Wang Shoren's eyes glazed over, and the room around him began to blur, as if he were on the cusp of dream and reality. He felt enveloped by a warm, glowing orb, his body light and airy, almost as if he were about to float off the ground. This surreal and intangible sensation lasted for less than a quarter of an hour, his consciousness wavering on the brink of illusion and reality. Just then, Wang Shoren felt the light in the room brighten considerably, accompanied by a cool breeze wafting in from the window. The wind carried the fresh scent of bamboo leaves mixed with the sweet fragrance of peach blossoms, rousing him significantly. He stood up and walked to the window, peering curiously outside. The scene before him was startling. The small bamboo grove that had been there was gone, replaced by a vast, endless sea of bamboo. The dense bamboo swayed gently in the wind, rustling softly. Where the main gate of his home should have been, there now lay a narrow path flanked by several flourishing peach trees. The breeze scattered the petals of the peach blossoms onto the path, creating a tranquil and captivating sight. Filled with curiosity and amazement, Wang Shoren cautiously stepped out of his study and headed towards the path. His steps were light and careful, as if he were exploring an unknown world. Everything around him felt so surreal, yet so vivid. The winding path seemed to lead him into a mysterious and unknown realm. He walked on firm, ancient stone slabs, with uneven bamboo groves on either side. Shrouded in morning mist, the bamboo forest appeared hazy and mystical, like something out of a fairy tale. In the distance, he could faintly make out a few ancient buildings with gray tiles and white walls, appearing and disappearing in the mist, lending a dreamlike quality to the scene. After walking for what felt like the time it takes an incense stick to burn, 
Wang Shouren noticed a vaguely familiar figure seated at the edge of a cliff, holding a green vine staff, intently gazing at a go board on a stone table. A strong sense of curiosity and anticipation welled up in Wang Shouren's heart, and he quickened his pace towards the figure. As Wang Shouren approached the figure, the image of the enigmatic old man from his memories materialized before his eyes. The old man's face remained indistinct, as if deliberately concealing his true identity. Yet, his flowing silver-white beard and the long robe adorned with strange symbols unmistakably identified him as the figure from Wang Shouren's childhood dreams. The old man seemed oblivious to Wang Shouren's presence, his gaze fixed intently on the Go board, as if pondering over an immensely complex game. He merely gestured for Wang Shouren to sit on a stone stool opposite him, then refocused on the board, silent as a wraith. Wang Shouren sat down cautiously, his eyes irresistibly drawn to the chessboard. He was filled with bewilderment and curiosity, unable to fathom why this mysterious figure had materialized here and why he was so absorbed in this game. The air was thick with an ancient and mystic aura, the surroundings tranquil and profound, as if the whole world was anticipating the unfolding of some marvel. Once settled, driven by curiosity, Wang Shouren leaned forward to study the chessboard more closely. His eyes revealed a deep interest and subtle confusion. This was no ordinary go board. Its design was unique one half frosted crystal and the other clear crystal. More astonishing was the arrangement of the pieces the black side was filled with white pieces and the white side with black. This unusual setup intrigued Wang Shouren, who had a passing familiarity with Go, sparking a newfound fascination. After a while, the old man tapped his green vine staff lightly on the ground, then sighed softly. His voice was deep and philosophical. The world is a Go board, and life is the game. Yin and yang are distinct, and clarity and murkiness are self-defined. This game seems to have an unpredictable outcome. His words carried a sense of resignation to the impermanence of life. Finishing, he raised his eyes to look at Wang Shouren, who was completely engrossed in the board. Wang Shouren was captivated by the old man's words and the enigmatic game before him. He hesitated for a moment, then, filled with curiosity, he asked, Dear sir, what kind of game is this? I have watched it for a long time but still can't grasp its essence. I would be grateful for any enlightenment you could provide. His tone brimmed with curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, his eyes sparkling with a quest to unravel the mystery of this unusual chessboard. The old man offered a slight smile, his eyes gleaming with wisdom, as if he was about to unveil a profound secret. His gaze returned to the board, pondering how to answer Wang Shouren's question. Suddenly, the old man let out a deep, bell-like laugh that echoed across the silent cliffside, seemingly laden with endless wisdom and profundity. Then, with a wave of his empty hand, he said, Well, I suppose there's no harm in telling you. This is the cosmic chessboard, where time and space form the board, and all things in the world are the pieces, representing all the souls of this universe. His words were cryptic and profound, as if revealing the workings of the world itself. With a sweep of his hand over the board, a mist rose from it, unpredictable and ever-changing. The board seemed to display the world's terrain, from near to far, large to small, vividly alive, like a dynamic miniature diorama. Wang Shouren watched, utterly mesmerized, his eyes wide as if afraid of missing any detail. In the next instant, the board showed formations of soldiers, tiny as ants, clashing with a surging cavalry on vast plains, a breathtaking spectacle. Various flags fluttered in the hazy dust of battle, intensifying the ferocity of the conflict. Wang Shouren, spellbound by the scene, 
his eyes filled with awe and fascination, was completely drawn into this extraordinary and stirring vista. In that moment, Wang Shoren felt as if he were witnessing the vast expanse of the universe, the fickleness of human souls, and the relentless march of history. The old man's cosmic chessboard was not just a game, but a living history, a grand tapestry of human life. A surge of emotion welled up in Wang Shoren's heart, coupled with a deep curiosity and reverence for the identity and abilities of this enigmatic elder. With a gentle sweep of his green vine staff, the elder erased the vivid scenes from the board, leaving only the newly placed pieces. This gesture, almost magical, pulled Wang Shoren back from the intense battlefield to reality. The pieces lay quietly on the board, as if narrating an unfinished tale. The old man then asked in a kind voice, Who do you think is the victor in this game, the black or the white pieces? His words were gentle yet laden with profound implications. Wang Shoren composed himself, gazing intently at the board, trying to discern an answer from the arrangement of the pieces. After a moment of thought, he replied speculatively, The sides appear evenly matched. The white has a slight numerical advantage, but the black pieces seem to have formed a solid front, which will likely be hard for the white to overcome. His voice conveyed an understanding of the game and a deeper contemplation of the gambits of life. The old man listened, then offered a small, knowing smile, his expression radiating detachment and depth. The human heart is born with elements of good and evil, mutually generating and overcoming each other. Do you think it's possible for one side to defeat the other? His words seemed to tap into a profound philosophical vein, prompting Wang Shoren to ponder more deeply. Wang Shoren's brows knitted in concentration as he mulled over the old man's question. He thought to himself, if both sides generate and overcome each other simultaneously, isn't that the essence of yin and yang? Each containing a part of the other, without one, the other loses its purpose. His thoughts whirled around this concept, seeking an answer. He stared at the chessboard before him, as if searching for a solution, yet felt the answer was both within reach and elusive. He shook his head unconsciously, realizing the complexity and depth of the question. The old man burst into a hearty laugh upon hearing Wang Shoren's response, his laughter imbued with kindness and wisdom. He leaned on his staff, slowly rising from the stone stool, and approached Wang Shoren. His voice, deep and tranquil, said, It seems you haven't grasped the principle here. This is more complex than the difference between the size of the mountain and the moon, but essentially the same. His voice was like an explanation of a profound philosophy nudging Wang Shoren into deeper thought. Wang Shoren looked up, his face filled with confusion, and earnestly said, I would appreciate any guidance you can offer, dear sir. His voice was laden with longing and respect. The old man paused, then pointed his green vine staff towards the crescent moon in the sky, asking, What do you see there? Without hesitation, Wang Shoren answered, That's the moon. May I ask why you ask about it? His gaze followed the staff to the bright crescent. What about this? The old man asked, giving his staff a slight shake. Wang Shoren's confusion deepened. He touched his chin, hesitantly responding. That's your staff. His eyes were filled with bewilderment, unsure why the old man was asking these seemingly simple yet seemingly profound questions. The old man fixed Wang Shoren with a profound gaze and then spoke with significant depth. My staff can point to the crescent moon, but it is not the moon itself. What do you think that means? His words hinted at a deeper underlying principle. Wang Shoren pondered for a moment, then as if struck by sudden enlightenment, replied quickly. 
Could it be that you're referring to the Zen parable of pointing to the moon? That your staff can indicate where the moon is, but it is not the moon itself. His voice conveyed a mixture of understanding and excitement. The old man appeared pleased with this interpretation, nodding continuously in agreement with Wang Shorin's understanding. However, he then shook his head, suggesting that while the understanding was correct, it wasn't profound enough, hinting at deeper layers of meaning for Wang Shorin to uncover. This left Wang Shorin baffled, his brows furrowed, his mind swirling with more questions and curiosity. The old man settled back onto the stone stool, his movements slow and deliberate, as if every small action was laden with significance. Narrowing his eyes, his gaze intense and penetrating, he stared deeply at the puzzled Wang Shorin before speaking slowly. You are half right. My staff indeed can point to the moon, but it is not the moon itself. So, what are you relying on to distinguish these concepts? His voice carried a gentle challenge, seemingly guiding Wang Shorin towards deeper contemplation. Hearing this, Wang Shorin's eyes widened, momentarily at a loss for words. His mind was awash with thoughts, yet he struggled to find a clear answer. Seeing Wang Shorin's confusion, the old man chuckled heartily, his laughter filled with joy and compassion. Then he spoke unhurriedly. Cheng Yi and Xu Shi both had unique insights into this question. If you study their works deeply, perhaps soon you'll unravel the mystery. We shall meet again then. His words were full of encouragement and expectation, as if showing Wang Shorin a path to the vast ocean of wisdom. As the old man's green vine staff gently touched Wang Shorin's forehead, time seemed to freeze. Abruptly, a dazzling burst of light erupted, a brilliance teeming with endless mystical power, as if it were a message from another world or a wisdom beyond mortal comprehension. Wang Shorin's vision was engulfed by this intense light, his sight reduced to a blinding whiteness, unable to see anything. He felt enveloped by a warm and formidable energy, a force that surged through his mind, bringing sensations he had never experienced before. Bathed in this radiance, Wang Shorin felt as if he had transcended his physical body, entering a state of pure consciousness. The world around him seemed to come to a standstill in that moment. All sounds, the rustling wind, even time itself, appeared to be devoured by the light, leaving only the brightness and Wang Shorin's own awareness. Then, as the light gradually faded, Wang Shorin found himself back in his study. Everything felt dreamlike and illusory, yet his heart was filled with contemplation and revelation.